born to serve. My eyes see justice, my hands work for change, my tongue sing the sorrow of my heart. The love of Allah combined with hope, let's hold hands as we make a start. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Welcome back, respected listeners. And in our last and final segment for this afternoon, let us perhaps just recap and understand or extract a few leadership lessons that we can garner from the events that have taken place. Now, most noticeably, throughout South Africa, within the last month or so, farmers have been experiencing drought. Now, as a Muslim, as a Muslim, it is our duty to be uh, concerned citizens of our environment, of the place that we live in. And it's actually hard so that we only pay attention when it affects us absolutely directly. Rain is needed for our drainage basins, for our river catchments and different, different water sources so that crops can grow and we can nourish ourselves thereof. Now, only we do realize this when the price of meat starts going to 200 rand per kilo and, you know, we're unable to afford it. Then we look back and we question, oh, oh, what happened? Uh, You know, why did the prices escalate, etc.? Yes, because there was a shortage of water. Now, the lesson that we can learn from this entire episode in the country. Firstly, elements with regards to climate Elements with regards to rainfall, dew drops, whatever you may have, is ultimately in the control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, scientific evidence may indicate to us that, um, you know, certain contributors to the environment may affect or precipitate rainfall, etc., etc. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the ultimate controller. If He wants to withhold the rains, there is none. Nobody, nothing, no power that can stop the majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now why would we find times difficult? Why would we find times difficult for us? When the ummah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are not thankful enough to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests them in different ways. When sin and vice becomes the norm of the day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends down tests upon the entire community. And we ask ourselves, living in the comfort of South Africa, as compared to many other countries worldwide, how much of luxuries, bounties have we not enjoyed from the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Everything is our, at our disposal. Up to the the law of the land, the constitution of our land is in favor of us practicing our beautiful and noble deen of Islam openly and freely. Now, with all these benefits, if we are not thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can take his favors away very easily. Now, let us look at examples from the previous history. The seerah of the ummas, the nations prior to the uh, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, The Bani Israel, for example, were the most spoiled nation 
most spoiled nation which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had you know blessed in this world to such an extent they were from amongst those only nations to experience the year after before the year after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent them food from Jannah they enjoyed manna and salwa from Jannah when their children were born Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clothed them with the clothes of Jannah. Imagine, right? And what did these nations do? They started using their intellect in an arrogant manner to disregard Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? So they started asking questions. Why? Who? How this? How that? Why shouldn't be like this? Why it should be like that? Etc. Not acknowledging that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed them with the most beautiful benefits and boons that one could ever have. Now when we, in this time and age, as an ummah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, are not thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enough, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will hold back his favors. Now it is a lesson for you and I. Do not take our environment for granted. Do not take the fact that only farmers farm crops and uh, you know f- um, farm for cattle, etc. So therefore, you know we should turn a blind eye. And because the Muslim butcher is close by, we can access meat easily. So everything is happy go lucky. As a Muslim, part of being an intellectual is to acknowledge the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you find yourself surrounded by everything in the environment. The second lesson that we can learn from this episode of drought is to use the resources which Allah has blessed us sparingly. I give you an example. If you open the tap for wudu or abdas, how many liters does not fall? And I'm sure many of our listeners are aware of, you know, certain clips circulating via WhatsApp, uh, Messenger, etc. Where there's a sheikh that makes wudu out of one glass of water with remaining water behind. Imagine, one glass of water and we spend six, seven, eight liters with, um, you know, uh, in terms of making wudu, etc. So let us be conscious of conservation for our resources which Allah has blessed us. Respected listeners, I leave you with that message of leadership that you can inculcate in your lives. And we ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses you with a fruitful week, a fruitful month. Thereafter, Allah make it easy for all those that are writing examinations. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a wonderful sustenance and bring us rain in abundance that is beneficial. From myself, Muhammad Sheikh, our producer, Sister Zufa Branjabar, and our controller behind the desk, Auntie Abida Dixon Muhammad, we bid you farewell, keep well, keep steadfast on deen, keep us all in your du'as. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Born to serve. My eyes see justice, my hands work for change. My tongue sing the sorrow of my heart. my heart The love of Allah combined with hope Let's hold hands as we make a start Alhamdulillah